0: What up, Nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about comic books. My name is Adam Sheehan, and I'm here, as I'm always here, with Sean Petit. Yo. Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ White. Hey yo. As a reminder, I want to remind the listener that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you've read the books we're going to talk about on this show, we're going to spoil those for you. I'm going to give you timestamps in the episode description so you can skip anything that you might need to skip. Our top story this week is Daredevil, A Touch of Typhoid, by Way of the Epic Collection, Volume 13, by Ann Nocenti, Fabian Nicienza, John Romita Jr., Ron Lim, Chris Steele, Bob Sharon, Al Williamson, and Jim Sanders III. Wow, that's a lot of people. <laughs> but I guess when you cover like thirty issues in a in a trade, you're going to have a lot of names to read. That yep. is so, yeah. true. Hi, everybody.
1: That is, that <laughs> Hello. Is, that is accurate. Acquiet?
2: Accurate? accurate.
0: Yes,
1: accurate.
2: Uh, you stand by it,
3: okay? So
0: Daredevil. here we are again, talking uh... about Daredevil again. Um, for 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 the listener, uh. You might notice we didn't have an episode last week. It's because we recorded this entire thing and then one of our audio got corrupt. And, and We're not going to
3: say we're, who. We're, we're not going to name again. names. It was Casey, guys.
0: Just <laughs> Casey. She wasn't out. even here. She, she was definitely Casey. I'm
3: not yeah. even supposed no, to I, be here, man. <laughs> I, I, was, I was so bad at recording, I wasn't even physically present for it. Yeah. So. <laughs> he said, fuck
1: it. I'm out.
3: Um but yeah, so so uh thank you guys for corrupting the audio file so that I can be here today. I was you know, uh sick as a dog last time and
0: uh meant to fine be. Now. and got, I'm sick I as a dog this time so I Yay. apologize if I sound extra nasally in John Benjamin today.
1: Hey, nothing John wrong Benjamin? with being a, being a John more, Yeah, <laughs> nothing wrong with being a little bit more John Benjamin y. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's true.
3: I'll just I imagine you a as more. a can of cream corn or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah, um, that works. Oh, wow. of all the of all the roles i love that you went with that one
3: that's the one that's where i go that's love what it. i went for love uh, it so much but yeah no uh i i had the flu <laughs> last time and then it was my birthday and well, happy, happy birthday it. thank you with the flu Wait, was your birthday, I did uh,
1: it? it was this fast monday right yes man it was a good day i pulled a 300 on your birthday
3: oh you're welcome oh well, congratulations <laughs> <laughs>
1: new is good energy.
3: Yep, there you go. Uh, And uh, I I think I talked about it the last episode, all of the Christmas presents that Zach made for me uh, by way of uh, the incredible paintings. This time, I have to point out that he painted me an Alan Moore portrait, which is impressive because there's a shitload of beard involved. And like, Mm -hmm. yeah, he fucking, he went for it. Because like, he got away with it pretty easy last time with a Grant Morrison portrait. And it's like, well, you know, now you got to make up for it with the lack of hair, hair to th- all, all of the, the hair. fucking hair. Yeah. Um. So now my I have like a whole wall in front of me of uh portraits of all of the greatest comic creators of all time. Uh, fucking rules. And uh, he got me a convention exclusive ice cream man seek and find print. Uh, oh wow! Which cool. uh, I do have to point out has the Dick Goblin in it.
4: Of course, it so, has, has to. Did you did you see and to... find everyone?
3: Uh, I I found the ice cream man. I found there's a there's a skeleton of Waldo, which is really good, like a dead Waldo.
1: <laughs> That's funny.
3: Uh yeah, the ice cream man's in it. All of the creators are in it. Uh the Dick Goblin. There's uh, just a lot of really good references to the to the books. Which I are, want to I'm, commission
0: like, I... Mrazo to do me just the the Dick Goblin, but like give him <laughs> little pants. Like, just, I want to see this guy
3: in pants. Well, that, no, you—they—that's not letting the Dick Goblin thrive. You can't, you can't put pants on on a free spirit like that. You can't. Although I feel like if he goblin. got if he
0: got that commission, he would have him with the zipper down and his dick out. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> Especially if you ask for the Dick Goblin, he's like <laughs> well, or be like
1: right?
0: or just be like
1: chaps. Yeah. yeah <laughs> crotch, crotchless chaps.
3: Oh, leather daddy Dick yeah. Goblin. Yeah, leather daddy Dick Goblin.
1: <laughs> I think that's what you would end up with, something like that
3: incredible it's also great because for whatever last holiday zach got me a a little plushie of the cheddar goblin uh mm. which is directly mm-hmm. next to the ice cream you can find so it's all synergy it's all coming together i thought Not you would say guy. directly
4: related they're brothers
3: <laughs> they're brothers they are yeah the dick cheddar goblin uh, <laughs> uh, Dick cheese goblin.
0: yeah you can get cheddar goblin uh mac and cheese on- online like the actual branded- did we talk
3: about this that's incredible. i
1: feel like we had this exact conversation not that long ago we have this conversation i'm always alive. talking about the
3: cheddar goblin okay i'm always going Maybe to talk why. about him i uh i he also got me a t-shirt that just says cheddar goblin in like cheddar vomit <laughs> <laughs> like, on, on the, uh, and I was wearing it at work, and like a customer was like, What the fuck is that? I'm like, It's the Cheddar Goblin. No explanation, just <laughs> stating obvious things without actually saying it's from a movie. Just fuck you, it's the Cheddar Goblin.
1: Oh, also, no happy no new year, everybody! Needed. Oh, yeah, Merry here we are. New year, yeah, new no, comics. Very new new miss. We did, Mary Numis. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Uh, new year, exactly the same me. I refuse. <laughs> I fuck refuse you, I'm to not grow,
1: and you change. Yeah,
3: yeah, I refuse to grow. I'm I done. Change, I'm I done sh- growing.
4: I changed out my sinister clone that. <laughs> so <it> quite literally, <laughs> new me.
3: <laughs> I I have a four leaf plover on my face now. Or
2: whatever. <laughs> club.
1: Uh, no. Yeah. Club.
2: Three club. Club. Yeah. Sorry. Well, that's sorry. Spoilers for the for <laughs> books we're not talking have, about.
3: Just, yeah, for books that have been out for months now.
2: <laughs> no, just this week. Is that X Force? What?
4: No, X Men Red. X-Men they reveal Red. the club. Yeah.
3: Oh well, they they revealed Doctor uh, Stasis or whatever weeks ago, months ago. Well,
4: no. Now there's a new
1: one. There's a new suit. Oh. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even read this week's books Casey no Jesus I fell Christ. behind
3: I'm sorry I read some of this week's books which we will absolutely talk about I read about. some
1: of
0: God, them as well
3: <laughs> well speaking
1: of this week's books yeah, good let's title. talk about
0: last week's comics <laughs>
3: You know, um, yeah, yeah I got I got one five I, um,
1: more minutes of banter
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> cutting nobody
0: nobody I'm wants cutting it. some of the some of this
3: crap <laughs> 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 I'm already sick of me it was better when I wasn't here Bruh, <laughs> <laughs> preach just damn just
1: kidding Damn. shots fired <laughs> I didn't say it
3: uh, you know uh, Sean is here for the brutal honesty and I love him for just it gotta keep it real uh,
1: good you guys hate
3: keeping it real here wrong. I hate here <laughs> All right. Uh, so as for last week's comics, um, I got caught up on Dark Knights of Steel. Number nine came out this week with uh, Tom Taylor, Yasmin Putri, and Arif Prianto. Holy fuck, you guys! Um, I'm so
0: behind oh, on this book. So much
4: war.
3: Uh, a
0: lot of too war. Too fucking so bad because I'm
3: going to. I'm just gonna talk about it now. That's um, fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. So so in the last couple of issues, we've gotten a, a couple of reveals. Um, I, I, I don't even know how when the last time we talked about it on the show was, but the mm-hmm. uh, the big reveal of the Green Man. Being um, Lex Luthor, who's also the Joker, who also has a, like a demented Green Lantern ring. Um, so that's a thing. Um, uh, the thing. Uh, there's the Bruce Bruce Wayne uh, being a, a bastard child of of John uh, and his mom. Like John Jonathan. No, he's a he's a he's, cri-
1: he's a kid. Yeah,
4: I'm trying
3: to remember Jor Sorry, Jor I was thinking like Jonathan, but that's that's a yeah. Anyway. So yeah, the bastard child of uh, Jor-El and his mom, and he crash landed and was like, uh, uh, Clark tried to kill him uh, with kryptonite, so he was healed Clark, by the Kent. Quote, end quote. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, lots of lots of L's running around, fucking killing people fucking killing with, without any Cause all this without any kind of explanation. All this shit started
4: with Supergirl murdering. Yes. The yeah. Black Lightning family.
3: Well, to, I mean, to go all the way back to the beginning, just very have to. briefly. We don't. Uh, have to. It's a it's a fantasy realm in which the the kingdom of lightning, where it's like Black Lightning versus the elves, who are like the the rightful heirs to the throne. Whatever. Recap anyway. Ten
1: issues of a twelve issue series. I did
3: it. It's done and. <laughs> so uh no, in the most recent issues uh bruce was healing up with like the teen titans and like learns the error of his ways of like calling yeah, he gets all grown people that Sup- have powers yeah
1: he gets raised by superman's yeah. parents
3: <laughs> for like a couple days and yeah, immediately learns days. empathy yeah he figures uh, it out real quick he's a quick learner everyone yeah. knows he's a fast study and then he he rides triumphantly into battle on beast boy as a fucking dragon oh, it's which just badass dope.
1: which is dope it's
3: so dope Um, and yeah, so, so in the last issue before, on the, the end of issue eight, uh, fucking mama, mama L just, just blew Hippolyta in half with her fucking laser vision. She just, she just literally vivisected her on the battlefield. Like, was about to, like, pretending to surrender, shaking hands, and then just fucking split her in half with her eyeballs. Um. so this issue starts out, and it's immediately, Pure they're chaos. all, yeah, they're all, like, like Diana was try- trying to plea for peace, and all fucking hell breaks loose. And in the middle of that, Kalel like, falls into the battle, and everyone's, like, thinking that he's attacking, and he's just like, wait, hold the fuck on. <laughs> what the fuck? Because, like, and before he can even stop anything, it all, it all starts kicking off. And so he gets
1: punched to the fucking other side of the goddamn planet by Diana. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, if, first he gets hit by his mom, and he's like, "What the f- what the fuck was that, mom?" Um. Yep. And then we we see his mom he get, like flying he gets hit back by his in mom
1: as he's flying away. <laughs> flying away.
3: Yeah, and then she flies back to the battle and confronts her doppelganger and goes, "What the fuck are you?" To which point we should circle back to the prophecy which was they will look like us they will act like us but they are not us they are demons um which was supposed to be the prophecy of the elves which like constantine was trying to say like we got to take down the empire because they're aliens and they're evil and the prophecy says so uh nope it's fucking white martians uh, I think I called this back in, like, the first or second issue with, uh, shapeshifters because clearly, uh, th- I think the Supergirl in this one is called, like, Zara, and, yeah. like, she just murdered, like, an innocent child, and I was like, that's fucked up for anyone, much less a person in the Superman family, you know? So, uh, I called shapeshifter and I said, like, maybe it's Martian Manhunter, but, like, why the fuck would he do that? Nope, I forgot about the evil shapeshifter. <laughs> the
4: evil Martians.
3: The evil Martians, literally the other ones. The, um,
4: the DC twist that they've been doing for alt-world things for, since, forever. Since Mars. <laughs> yeah, and- <laughs> it's just like, dude, like,
3: I've read fucking comic books before. How in the fuck? How in the fuck did I not see that one coming? Like, I called Shapeshifter, but you know, somehow forgot the
4: That's most the, important piece of that. Yeah. The classic White um, Martian reveal in Marson's run. It's so yeah. iconic.
3: A- and the other iconic reveal in this one that just is fucking 10 out of 10, incredible. Uh, they cut to, on the battlefield, Alfred is like mm. yelling at, uh, at uh, Green Arrow, be like, use fire. Hit him with fire. Like, do a flaming <laughs> arrow. Like, shoot it at it. And like, that's the reveal of the, the White Martian is because it's on fire and running away. And then it cuts back to Alfred being like, yeah, I told you I was the last survivor of a war. It wasn't on Earth, and then it, you realize that he is Martian Manhunter, uh, which is... Oh, that's awesome. Pretty tight. Incredible. Pretty tight. Fucking incredible. I, I could have never called that one. I could, if, if I had been smart enough to get the White Martians, I would have never seen that twist coming. It's so fucking good.
0: It's like um, a double twist.
3: Yeah. And there's also just some really good uh, uh, Black Canary and Green Arrow escaping from the prison t- together. Like, yeah, these incred- character
1: dynamics are great.
3: Yeah, like it, it's. Get
1: some cast in here too, very briefly. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, very briefly. She's been with uh, the Amazonians the whole time and like yeah. rescues um, Clark. Yeah, no, it's, there's so much good character dynamics going on in a book that is just so fucking high octane, all action and like kick ass fight scenes, but also the most nuanced like character moments. This like, is the it's the third
4: time Taylor has done this. With yeah. deceased and injustice. And
1: this is just what he excels at.
3: Yeah, he's, it's wild. He's got wild. this
1: alt-world shit down.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like I, I try to sell it to people all the time, and they're like, really? Is it good? And I'm like, you think you know what the hell this book is, but you are absolutely incorrect. There is... <laughs> you, it, it slaps all, all the time. All killer, no filler.
0: I need to get caught up in this book, man. It, it was Fuck
3: good. Yeah,
1: I did. really enjoyed this one. I feel like it's been on break, or maybe I just don't understand time anymore. Uh, they
3: took they, you no, know, they took a bit of a break between <laughs> like uh, six and seven, okay, and uh, they why. put they put out like two one shots. One was like Tales of, where yeah, like yeah. it was like Muppet Baby, uh, Dark Knights of Steel, and mm-hmm. then uh, one was like The Gathering Storm, kind of like putting all the chess pieces into place. Right. Um. But yeah, so do highly recommend getting caught up if you haven't. There's a there's a hardcover out of the first half. Um. So. You it's can great. at least read the first six. The art's yeah, beautiful fucking, too. So fucking gorgeous. Ridiculous.
1: That fucking dragon panel is
3: sick. It's
1: so good. <laughs> it's I love
4: uh, Beast Boy's reveal in that where they're yeah. like, what, well, you can just turn into a dog? It's like, no, I can turn into any animal. Uh, I can t- turn into any animal I've seen and I've seen some shit and he turns <laughs> yeah. into a dragon. <laughs> it's such a good line. It's so good.
1: Yeah, because the titans are like just cast off and like they've seen some shit <laughs> they're like the rebels
3: yeah and and they're being hunted by Ra's al Ghul who is also Etrigan because he's the demon head Which because of course mm, so good just, it's like it's just
2: it just writes itself it's just right there <laughs> all right well speaking of other batman got yeah, batman <laughs>
1: Or batman
0: Beaten and homeboy gets no- like the, you've heard the expression getting knocked into next week, he gets knocked into another reality.
1: Yeah, Chip Sidarsky, <laughs> Mike Hawthorne, Adriano d Benettetto, and Tameo Mori. Uh, yeah, so at the end of last issue, uh, let the failsafe arc, uh, he gets uh vaporized. Uh, so everyone, Tim, Nightwing, the Bat family, think he's dead, except for Tim, he's like, fuck you, he ain't dead. <laughs> um, and in this issue, Batman wakes up in a like alternate crime. It looks like just an alley, but it's he, crime alley. It's, it's crime, crime alley. alley. He, but he wakes up next to <laughs> and starts next talking, to some crime, next to some crime, but also uh, a skeleton Jim Gordon who can read his mind. So I don't know if Jim- he's just here or if he's just seeing shit. But this Jim character Gordon is that- incredible. <laughs> Jim
0: Gordon. Looking I like fit. that he still has a mustache.
1: I love he still yeah. has a mustache and the trench coat, but yeah, he's very clearly Jim Gordon, and can read. But his he's mind. also
3: he's he's like a um, like ghost of Christmas past. It's Jim fucking Gordon, great. Who and no one else can see him. He's just there reacting to Bruce's inner monologues. It's fucking incredible, and just completely unhinged. Uh,
1: it's the it most Adarsky shit ever.
3: It's like how and
0: last issue Bruce falls off of the moon and then yeah. gets vaporized and wakes up here it's like dude has had a weird day yeah no wakes
1: up here and then and then like peak batman fashion looks at like the dumpster is like i'm not in kansas anymore i'm like yep that that seems right
3: (laughs) i i love that like they do keep also mentioning in this it's just like um he hasn't recovered from failsafe and he's he's just immediately like he's going at twenty percent. He's at he, max. He is
1: fucked up right now, but like he <laughs> can't help himself.
3: Yeah, like he he's still got to be Batman. Sees some
1: trouble, and jumps in to help, and it's like this Judge Dread version of fucking this Harvey fucking Dent.
3: Punisher. It's <laughs> it's Harvey Dent via the Punisher. Yeah, like he he is jacked and looks exactly like Frank it's Castle, cr- and it just keeps crazy. talking about like judgment. Yeah, like he's yeah. he's yeah he's, Judge he's Dredd. a Judge
0: Dread. He's Judge
3: yeah. Dread, yeah. but. But he well, looks like the he Punisher. He does look
1: like the Punisher, absolutely. <laughs> so he gets kind of handled, but he kind of gets rescued. And the time I like how he's just still... I like this monologue that Zdarsky's done with Batman as he's talking through fighting. Because I feel like it gives a good insight into like how the character thinks. Because like, at one point, he's like, Alright, cool, I can handle this room, no problem. And then he looks out the window and fucking fireflies there he's like Firefly's always been an idiot in any universe because he just lights the fucking <laughs> building on fire
3: oh look at this motherfucker this here to ruin idiot. everything <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> lighting his own teammates on fire like right. a fucking idiot
1: <laughs> so he hobbles back and he gets rescued by this um this young kid who kind of was like passing by helps him out so they kind of get to like a safe house and in between we get this alternate Selena, who is, she is one boss bitch. Say Ooh, that right I thought it
4: was uh, Cheshire for a minute. For a second, yeah. She, but look, then, she looks great though.
1: Yeah, she seems to be the mob boss in town. The big, the big mob boss from what I could tell. I can't quite, we haven't got uh, other yeah. well, details.
3: Well, because like, immediately it's like her, her character introduction is a dude coming like, it's a million dollars. I know I'm a little short. And she's like, look you can skim i was expecting you to skim it's the bragging and then she just fucks him up like yeah, it's yeah. so it's he, mm. clearly she's she has a criminal organization yeah and uh, she's um
1: yeah. red working with like a red mask or something so she gets like a yeah who hit. the
3: fuck is that supposed to be
1: it's going to be someone we know for sure um
3: i'm assuming it's going to be- because he's doing like, I don't weird know,
1: experiments in the basement, so maybe like a Hugo Strange type of thing. Maybe I'm not possibly.
3: Sure. Yeah, he, he's he got like a literal like carrier crow that has like a brain implant. Yeah, like that's got to be some kind yeah, of maybe clue, like some, but I'm like, not smart. Alternate
1: to... Tim Drake or some shit. Oh, fuck. maybe weird. I don't know. We don't get a ton of hints on who he is, but immediately yeah. he's like, Yeah, Bruce Wayne, you know, gets a picture. She gets a picture of Bruce Wayne, and is like, That's weird. Thought he was but wait, what? Okay. And we kind of move on. Then we kind of get the backstory a little bit where again Bruce is kind of piecing it all together. Um, and he kind of pieces together that failsafe's compassion that he put into him and overrid at the last episode was him sending it to an alternate universe Gotham that had no Batman so he could save it.
3: Yeah. Like failsafe's compassion is here's a project for you mm. <laughs> like it's, yep. I'm, you not go, you, you. I'm not gonna I'm kill you i'm not'm gonna send you, you somewhere but you're yeah. gonna
1: go over here and you're gonna I'm gonna send you
3: somewhere where you're needed spiritual
1: yeah. journey yeah and I just love this panel at the end of him sitting in this sewing himself up sitting across this furnace from <laughs> this skeleton Gordon that's very clearly in his brain.
3: <laughs> yeah, and also he doesn't actually. He doesn't, He never directly addresses. No, he's the, just
1: thinking. And Gort and the skeleton talks back to him.
3: Yeah, which But is like at at no point does he go like, "What the fuck are you?" It's just yeah, he's just, just like, like, "Oh cool. yeah, no." He just went I thi- with it. Yep, I'm uh, I'm insane, or this this multiverse is insane. Yeah, but it's I'm just, just like, I'm just gonna see. roll with those punches. Fail <laughs> right. safe,
0: hit me. Very hard immediately Mm -hmm. after I fell off of the moon. So, like,
3: (laughs) it's crazy. Yeah, sure. The talking skeleton is fine. His brain is
0: a milkshake right now. He, yes, and (laughs) did the Jim
1: Gordon skeleton. He's just like, it's fine. Um, I'm just kind of loving putting this Batman into like different situations. Like, I feel like we haven't really seen Batman like kind of get beat a lot. And so that's kind of interesting. I think um, also it,
4: this is a fun endpoint to the Tower of Babel-esque storyline. Right, Like, agreed. Y- you, it's a completely different shift and it's, right. it's yeah. unique and interesting. And, and,
3: it's, yeah. and in the same way that like, so Zdarsky in the last run was doing a lot of allusions to both like Mark Wade Tower of Babel, but also Grant Morrison like Zerina shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this feels very Return of Bruce Wayne. Like lost oh, in time, absolutely. also kind of a pirate, you oh, know. Like yeah,
2: uh, uh, you know, like yeah, that. That just like
3: yeah, absolutely. the goofy, zany like adventure to get back to the reality. And now uh, we're good.
1: yeah. And on the aspect. flip side, instead of having like Nightwing and stuff kind of go through it, you have Tim Drake being the one like fuck you. I was there. He is not okay. We need to help him. It's not going to be like oh Bruce will make because like Dick is like oh it's Bruce. He'll figure his way back. And Tim's like. Now, nah, dude, <laughs> nah. he need like you weren't here. My man needs some fucking help. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was getting his ass handed to him. He was losing it a little bit. He, we gotta fucking find him. <laughs> like, also, uh, so it's cool we get some. Tim's gonna be the driving factor from the other side too, because I love a good Tim Drake. Uh, yeah.
4: Story. Oh yeah. Also, hats off to Mike Hawthorne who has to take the baton from Jorge Jimenez, which is arguably one of the best. It's working today and I think he's just, done a great job yeah so far just, yeah. the biggest shoes to fill and the yeah. book looks good it I it, think looks the, I yeah, think it looks fucking it, great yeah it's great yeah
1: I
3: thought the last thing and,
1: and stuff are really cool
3: and it fits the gritty vibe of this because like yeah, failsafe yeah. was a lot more like streamlined and sleek because everything was like you know like that that robotics shit that like Bruce always does with like Omac Mac and like you know yeah. all that stuff um And, yeah, so, like, I think the aesthetic shift fits perfectly. Like, they nailed, Mm -hmm. you know.
1: Yeah, it looks great. But, yeah, that's a great point, RJ.
4: (laughs) I just, I was reading it, and I was like, man, this art is great. But, like, Mm -hmm. that's got to be the scariest thing for an artist, to follow (laughs) someone like Jorge, because, good lord just like
1: everyone has just been gushing over for like how long he's been doing batman now it's yeah it's it's essentially
4: like this generation jim lee like you're just following like how you like doing interiors like how do you that could be so nerve-wracking so yeah yeah
1: i I thought it was great like you know like you said fits the vibe and you know i really i really like the art for this vibe kind of Uh, like uh so far
4: uh asrari like muhammad asrar a little bit um. Oh yeah. No, it definitely I definitely like has, his style a little more a lot. stylized.
1: Yeah, I like the style. It it's got that modern feel to it. It just very clearly. I was like, I was into it immediately. Yeah. Also, with this Jim my C- Gordon skeleton.
3: Mike Hawthorne, friend of the shop. ooh uh, oh, him, really? him and Brian are buddies. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I've never met him, but Brian. Um. I think Brian met him at least once or twice in person, and now they're they're like internet buddies. Like that's pretty dope. close. So that's cool. Yeah. Shout out to a solid dude doing a doing a great job on a Batman. Yeah, man, loved it. Can't <laughs> wait for on more. Batman, doing a doing a good Batman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have a good segue from that, so I'm just gonna go Not right Batman. into uh, Scarlet Witch <laughs> number one by Steve Orlando, Sarah Pacelli, Matthew Wilson, and Elisabetta Diamico. Oh, about
1: just red, gorgeous art it's just, though. It's just Red Magic Batman, Batwoman. <laughs> red,
0: more or less. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Red Magic Batwoman.
4: Batwoman is red.
1: Shit, so no. Batwoman, perfect, this Magic Batwoman.
0: This book is great.
4: I love <laughs> this. Is
0: uh, a, I, I, I love I, the premise of
3: this book.
4: I do too. Yes, I opened it up and I was like, "This is an Adam thing." Immediately,
3: <laughs> uh, it it is it is the Kate Bishop PI vibe, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, with, but with but with magic, magic like with spells. Yeah. Like that's it. It's it's the like you got a problem, I can solve it. Right? But yeah, I, it's Marauders,
1: um, but yeah. Well, plus like yeah. the the sprinkle of the well, we'll just let Adam talk about it.
0: Yeah. So so yeah. Wanda owns like a uh, she owns and runs an occult bookstore, which is like a dream job for me. Like anything that <laughs> that, you've that any about story many that involves an occult bookstore, I'm in. So like she runs and <laughs> operates this occult bookstore that has a door to mm-hmm. anywhere, where like anyone who needs help with anything like related to magic. Can open any door and it will open this door. Also, well,
3: spe- specifically, they have to be at their wit's end, like nowhere left to turn when they when they are in desperate need and need help but have nowhere left to turn. They open a door and it leads there. Bring
1: a little bit of that Doctor Who on it too, because that's like the whole premise. Like it's just like, oh, you need someone. Oh, look, Scarlet Witch is here. Yeah, <laughs> I opened. <yeah>. I opened <laughs> open
4: so many doors just hoping at least the Scarlet Witch had. It doesn't work. I yeah, yeah, I just yeah, scared man. a lot of people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who let you in here? Oh, no, no, sorry, I thought this was. Sorry, I, was like, I was looking
4: for somebody else. You're yeah, not even in my own house. Just like random place. <laughs> just anytime time I see a door, I'm like, well, may- maybe this, this time. It? No.
1: no.
4: <laughs> I'm always at my wits' end. I don't know why it's not working.
0: <laughs> so, so th- this kind of this kind of you know, this kind of reads like uh, I, I want to say monster of the week, but it's not necessarily, understand- It's like. Uh, magical mystery of the week, yeah, mystery kind of, of the thing. week for sure. Yeah, yeah. So this first one is uh, corruptor just takes over this town in somewhere in Italy, and is just like controlling people and making people's lives miserable. So she just has to kind of show up and be like, "Now nah, you're not doing this." It just yeah, like, turns them to stone, <laughs> brainwashed
3: the whole town. Yeah, Real dick bag and, and specifically it. the person the person that walked through the door was the one woman who didn't fall for it and was like being gaslit by not only her wife, but like every single person in the town that this guy's actually the greatest and everyone else is like working their fingers to the bone and she's like, uh, no, this is this is fucked up. And like she had a little protection amulet that her dad gave her. And that's like the thing that helped her resist. Yeah.
0: It's a, it's a worry stone, and, and Wanda found out that the worry stone was, keep, was g- giving off just enough protection to protect her, and he, she was like, you know, if this was polished, it would be even stronger, but to polish a worry stone takes forever, so I'm just going to give this to Petro. And he'll do it in ten
4: minutes, <laughs> and done. I love Pietro in this. I I,
3: so I love cool. how pissed off he was because he had to stop and do something for like five whole minutes, and it's like they, the most bored he's ever been. They uh,
4: they eat lunch together, and she's like, "Okay, but you're not standing while you eat."
3: <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah, you have to sit down. He's the, just like, "God dynamic. damn, it's you're- so good."
0: <laughs> she also had to, she she has this thing on him where. He he does this thing that happens so fast because he's Quicksilver, where his facial expression will show what he's actually thinking before mm-hmm. he switches. And she takes she has this like way of taking a mental snapshot snapshot of that that expression, and she kind of like always knows what he's really thinking. It was, I thought that was pretty neat.
4: Yeah, yeah, I no, love that's pretty smart. Pacelli's art. I've been a fan of her for so long. Lots, oh, fucking uh, gorgeous. Yeah, this is this book. Is Wanda. Great. Has these rings on her fingers, and it's such a cool aesthetic. Um, I love her outfit in this. Uh, yeah, her her
3: her character design is fucking gorgeous. I- and also, let it let it be known: first appearance of Darcy in the comics, y'all. Okay, thank this, you. Is that like, what this is? Yeah, this is first appearance of Dar- Darcy. Darcy has not I'm like, been. Is a- this
1: just an is this an MCU book? I'm very confused.
3: <laughs> no, no she is now. Because yeah, it's first still very Ronda
1: Vision E, because like she's hanging out like, she, like Darcy's there. She's got
0: Pietro. Yeah, and it's, like, I kept wondering, I was like, is this Darcy Darcy or is this just Yeah, someone it's Darcy named Darcy. Because like, come on,
3: no, of it's course Darcy. it is. Because that,
1: that looks exactly Cat, like Kat
3: Dennings. Also Kat Dennings, Cat yeah, yeah, Denning, Dennings like shared it on her Instagram, like oh, a picture okay. of the of the panel. So like confirmed. Cool. <laughs> canonically, it is Kat Dennings.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I I'm I enjoy this. I'm gonna
3: uh, you forgot the big reveal at the end of who walks through the door.
0: Oh yeah, so uh, it's. I need to read that book.
3: Oh, you've never read it? It's mm-hmm. fucking excellent. It's I'm what made sure... me fall in love with Tom King.
1: I think I have it. You should. You should read it. But I don't know if I've read it.
0: So yeah, so once they get back from kicking uh kicking corruptor's ass in Italy, they get the door opens like right as they're about to close up shop, and it's Vivian Vision.
2: Yep.
3: so yeah i'm fucking hyped because yeah the vision book and it and as as she says to darcy she's like hey uh this is kind of my daughter and uh the you find out in the vision book that he based like he created his own family because he was trying to rebuild his emotional core because it had been like destroyed like he had to start from scratch as a fucking robot with no emotions and in order to do that, he built himself a little nuclear family, like literally the wife, two kids, <laughs> the dog and the picket fence yep. down to like the robot dog. L- literally and, they um, were
0: nuclear powered because they're robots.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and and then you find out that like par- it, it's it's totally leave it to beaver meets Blade Runner because it's like all of the family realizing that they were created in his image. And in his image, he he basically stole the personality of Scarlet Witch. (laughs) And like, so, so like his wife in the book is like, am, am I me? Am I her? Ah, do I have a soul? Like all that kind of shit. Um, and so we haven't seen much of Vivian. She was in, um, Champions uh, Champions for a while. Yeah. So, but, uh, I don't know where she's, what she's been up to in the last. Chilling. It, yeah well clearly clearly not clearly she is in a bad place it's also not
4: good. um i really enjoy th- the premise of this book and it just it's so nice everything with scarlet witch for so long was just so traumatic and like <laughs> yeah everyone sure. didn't like just let her be a person so like it's so nice to just read someone who cares about the character just kind of um doing a low-key like uh, I don't know. It's like baseball. so, it, yeah. It's just nice to
3: have
1: that.
4: It's
3: it's just it's just her trying to help people. Like it's yeah. not Sometimes her. It feels
1: like that Kate Bishop Hawkeye type book. Yeah, it's got that uh, kind yeah. Of it's like not it's vibe. not her
3: rebuilding her sanity. It's right. not yeah. her atoning yeah. for her sins. It's her yeah. just being like people need help, and or, I'm going to do that. Orlando isn't treating
4: really nice. her as a as a crazy person. Um, and right. I, I mean, I think that started with Leah and the trial of Magneto. You know, that was all about right. kind of her redemption arc so it's nice to have a you know a firm uh
3: footing for a fresh start and mm-hmm. yeah especially after the MCU did the opposite and it's just like all right I guess, <laughs> fuck us i guess just, I'll just- <laughs> and i
4: i caught up on uh Orlando's marauders which also came out this week which has been incredible and i need to catch up on that book he's a really bonkers really good writer for those like that kind of um character like you know just getting their, uh, getting them on a place of, uh, I don't, I don't know how to say it. Uh, he he just treats the characters really well, and I I've been loving what he's been doing on Marauders. Um, so it's it's good. To, I love his Scarlet Witch. It's it's one of my favorites.
2: Yeah, it's great. All right, that's I I also
4: don't have a segue. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of your other favorites yes speaking of um, so my book is Captain America Sentinel of Liberty Jackson Lansing uh, by Jackson Lansing, Colin Kelly Carmen Canaro and Nolan Woodard I've been waiting to talk about this book all week because I read it on Monday
2: (laughs) I've been dying
4: Um, so essentially uh, AIM has taken over a portion of Manhattan and put a barrier around it and cap and his team uh woke up in the middle of uh a spot and they don't know uh where they are um or, and they they don't have the memory of the last five days um, we've also learned that uh you know the outer circle is the like you know secret shadow players of the The world, um, Bucky is now one of them, and uh, so Cap has put a team together to to stop him. And just as they were about to like go on their big mission, they uh, it like time jumps to Cap falling into the middle of nowhere and waking up without his memory. Um, so
3: they they're trying to figure out. God damn, that's. Jesus Christ. You gotta hit him (laughs) on the head a
0: second time. That's how you get his memory back.
3: Ah, yes. Classic. Yeah. Classic Looney Tunes. uh,
4: Also, as this is happening, uh, AIM agents are raiding uh, Steve Rogers' place, and the college uh, people that he became, started becoming friends with uh, are checking in on him, and they end up uh, entangled with the AIM agents as an AIM agent is, like, flamethrowering Steve's apartment and it's like get lit Rogers It's like dude you said the thing that's so cool it's like yeah I've been practicing
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> um
4: anyway uh so cut back to Steve's crew and destroyer is like I don't all the telepaths I know are dead. I don't suppose uh you young bucks know someone with some capability via via mysteries of the mind and he's like well I do actually know someone uh and he stares at his girlfriend, Sharon, and she's like, what? It's fine. What? What's going on? And, uh, like, wait, I gotta, <laughs> it's like, uh, she's like, call, call her. And it's like, right. Not really a call to make with the phone, more like a word I'm supposed to think loudly. And then there's a big pause and Steve <laughs> just thinks the word mommy. No,
3: and no. Emma Frost shows
4: up and it's the best <laughs> thing I've read. In so long, oh my god!
3: He's so ashamed, like, but and like reluctantly, just it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) If just, oh my god! There's only
2: one canonical
4: mommy in Marvel, and it's it's Emma. (laughs) That's great. So she shows up with uh with Lord because Lord is a is a teleporter, and so she came all the way, um. I just like that the, the cut is the cut is him thinking mommy and immediately to Emma showing up. There's no because of, because yeah. it's teleportation, so there's no like there's no waiting around. It's it's so good. She just heard and, it. and like She's yeah, been fucking it, it, waiting for the, that.
3: It's the kinkiest bat signal. <laughs> it's just
4: <laughs> also another thing that doesn't work in real life. I've tried multiple times. I'm trying it right now
3: (laughs) aren't we all
4: (laughs) so Emma gathers the whole crew around and uh, there's this gorgeous shot of her uh, telepathically like diving into their collective conscious and she finds out that they were their memories were altered by Modoc with a C not a K Um, uh oh and it's mobile Machine. organism designed only for control. Um, ah, uh, there it is. So it is a telepathic uh, offspring of MODOK, uh, offshoot. I don't know. It, there's a, it's a mental MODOK, which is not good. Um, and we, we cut to these- It's got
3: real creepy arms and legs, like more than usual. I don't <laughs> More like than it. usual? Look at his arms and legs. It's spindly. I don't- Oh. Uh-uh. In case you wanted uh-uh.
4: MODOK to be even creepier.
0: Just he's got a... <laughs> he's got two
3: sets of arms and one's regular size for Modok and. and um...
0: I like how we I like how we've got RJ opening every door thinking he's gonna walk into the Scarlet Witch's little bodega, but also saying "Mommy" th- the whole <laughs> yeah, time. Or, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to see you know, what works. <laughs> just opening doors y- and yelling "Mommy." <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, you you lose every shot you don't take. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> gotta shoot that shot no matter what it is (laughs) yeah so they find out
4: that their memories were messed with and um so now they're gonna they're gonna go uh kick aim's ass and it ends with uh steve is like this fight doesn't need superheroes it needs invaders which is which is cool (laughs) new invaders oh shit yeah cool cool name drop um This, I mean, I've talked about this book a bunch now. This arc is just so good. It's such an interesting premise with the outer circle uh, manipulating history behind the scenes. And now Bucky is part of that. And there was a special, this book kind of went on break and there was a special that was all from Bucky's perspective as he joined the outer circle and how he is working with Peggy Carter into trying to, because the revolution, he's the revolution and the revolution's role is to uh, start the downfall of the other members of the outer circle. So it it's it's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah.
3: It's 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 a way more interesting, well thought out, and well put together version of what the MCU tried to do with Hydra. A little bit. Like yeah, yeah. It it's like the it's like the good version of that. I also really <laughs>
4: enjoy. Like, when a comic book is good and the, the arc that it's going on is allowed to be longer than like five issues, yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah really no, good, really good setup.
3: Also, um, holy fuck this art. We've talked about Carmen <laughs> Carnero before, but like, holy fuck, dude. Holy shit. Like, just, Emma's I'm abs. blown away. <laughs> that, but also. Like all of the all of the like psychic battle that they're like they're yeah. they're like in like a river of blood in this in the astral plane and it's like vivisected by Modok yeah. with a C. It's, it's awesome, yeah. And also Emma's abs, of course. <laughs> of course, Shul- shoulder pads for days, girl. Jesus,
4: <laughs> those weird like finger gloves. Like they're just it's just gloves, but it's like just on the fingers. That she Hell wears. Yeah. The da- opposite of fingerless gloves. Da- da- Daughterman started that,
2: I think. But shit rules.
4: Is it Daredevil Time?
0: It is top story time. For the, time for, some... for the
4: first time. <laughs> so so
0: we're we're back on our kick of uh t- taking a Classic run of a book and then taking a more contemporary run of a book. And this is our this is our classic run on Daredevil. So this is uh, this is the Typhoid Mary story.
3: Yeah, I feel like everyone talks about the Miller run. Um, everyone talks about the the Bendis run. And, and I feel like there's and yeah, and well, we're going to talk about Ed it next week. But um,
4: everyone talks about and- pretty much every run.
3: Yeah, I I feel like um Nisenti definitely falls through the cracks and it just just in like the big milestones that happen around her run and I'm sure being a woman writing comics in the 80s probably wasn't helping either. Um but yeah, no, I I this is the first time I've read this. It's uh I mean, this is
4: the first time we've talked about Annocentie um who was well, it's
0: technically the second time, but
4: it's... we're going to we're going to do that a lot. Uh, <laughs> <We are. laughs> um anyway, so Andocenti was a writer uh during the eighties and nineties for Marvel, um who, you know, one of the big uh female writers for uh for comics in general, I think. Um and I, I was talking about it last time how uh she didn't know what a comic book was, she was doing like oil paintings and uh saw like an ad for Marvel in a newspaper and went and lied about knowing what comic books were and she was really like stricken with the the medium and fell in love with it so she was given a job um given the That's incredible. given the last yeah. 3 issues of Spider-Woman as like her first job which was a kind of a a job shoved off onto her because the Spider-Woman was going to die and it was the last 3 issues and the book was getting canceled Um, and then, uh, she was also a a giant, uh, in the the editing space with, you know, her and Louise Simonson being two of the biggest editors on the Claremont run, um, helping make that a thing and wrote, uh, the long shot miniseries, which is one of my favorite miniseries. It is bug fuck wild. Oh yeah. Um, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. (laughs) and uh so no she's she's great uh she's super politically charged which she got a lot of hate for back then um and that is something very apparent in this daredevil run
3: a woman having opinions about politics and comics is controversial weird and then she i'm glad we're not still there yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, that would suck Uh, yeah huh
4: (laughs) But she's awesome, and I'm glad that we can finally talk about her on the show I- again. <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: the yeah, ap- apologies in advance for the deja vu. Like we said at the top, this was this was a lost episode that we're that redoing, jokes only so. for
3: us. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even yeah. in on that joke because yeah. I wasn't there.
0: That's so weird. That's that makes it extra weird.
3: <laughs> anyway.
0: Started with the book. Yeah, i
3: had I had never, I had never read any Anasenti, and um, th- this is it's really fun. It's um,
0: yeah, it, this is the first time I read it. Also, um, I I like Daredevil. I specifically like John Romita Jr. Daredevil, and this is this is one I haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, so I was this excited. is also
3: my favorite John Romita Jr. art that I've the ever art seen. It's is definitely so good.
4: It is. It's so... really dialed
3: in. It's yeah. so
4: inventive, and and creative with its um layouts and the like the designs and everything it feels we we were talking about it because uh he's a very um niche taste especially among the podcast
0: and his current he's work, very polarizing yeah
4: really. his his current yes. his current work is way different um in some ways, it,
3: it feels very it feels very stagnant and like not as fluid. Yeah. This feels completely kinetic and dynamic. I, I like was, it is constantly in yeah. motion, whereas now it doesn't feel like he does. I that was feeling like I,
4: I was saying um, whereas like there's like a kind of like a rock and roll like rebelliousness to the like a like a kind of like a verve or soul in it that is different than his work now. Like his work now is very like workmanlike and uh. He's just doing what he what he's what he knows he can do and he's been doing for so many years, but this feels
2: really uh inventive um, but
4: also this run is like the first big daredevil run off of the Miller stuff. I forget how many issues there is in between, but I think it's just kind of like guest writers and whoever they can fill in until
3: uh, they got a more yeah, permanent- this is. This is the this is the spiritual sequel to Frank Miller. It might yeah. not be the immediate sequel, but it, it it exactly hits the same vibe. Like it's got it's got the exact same cadence to it. Um but with but with uh, a a twist. Like it, it you can definitely feel um Nasenti's own like flavor yeah. in there that that is that is v- very unique apart from Frank Miller, but you can feel the like it's still set in that grimy, you know, like it, it has the same. A- yeah. aesthetic. I, I talked
4: about how the Hell's Kitchen in this is really fleshed out and really, um, like really comes alive because of there's things like the the trash strike that is going on and everything and. The I love the the world building that she does. The way she um, writes Hell's Kitchen, uh, the just the environment feels really interesting and lush. Yeah, and there's the trash strike is a is...
0: plot going on with the piling up of trash. Like it keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah
3: and it's an interesting thing to throw at specifically Daredevil like yes obviously that's going right. to make shit harder for a guy who sees with his yeah, nose there, right. his there's feet. actual yeah there, there's actual
4: dialogue that um talks, talks about, about that, that where it's like mm-hmm. hard for him he's like fighting someone and his nose is like getting clogged up
0: i love when superhero comics go out of their way to do that like like you you find a way to take one of your hero's powers away. Like, when anytime mm. Spider-Man runs out of web fluid, <laughs> like, that kind of thing.
3: Uh, well, that's just poor planning yeah. on Peter's part. <laughs> yeah, Not much that Daredevil can do about the trash strike. <laughs> but like, like,
0: Peter's web shooters are one of those things where like, you always have this backup way of making things a little bit more tense. Like, oh, he just yeah. runs out of web fluid. Yeah. Unless it's that
4: weird, the other, where he starts getting natural web fluid. And well, that's milk. just
0: Peter didn't drink enough milk that day or whatever. He needs to make that or whatever.
2: Oh, I, what? Right? Because
0: there's got to be some kind of food that you would have to eat to... Anyway.
3: Silk. I. He's just eating silk sheets to, so that he can make natural web shooters. Just imagine, like, I walk... Gross. He didn't I...
0: eat enough pineapple or whatever.
4: I try to walk through every door trying to see scarlet witch and adam just starts eating milk and sheets trying to get web fluid
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's a lot that happened in this book we went through it i know it's hard yeah
3: well yeah let's do Um, it for me this time pretend that i wasn't here because i wasn't let's talk about the plot well i
2: know
1: (laughs) (laughs) the first thing that stuck out to me was um uh Kingpin being built by just being built like a giant fucking potato <laughs> building. He's huge. Um, it, uh,
3: well, this is being this fit? is the precursor to um Bill Sinkovich's uh like, I feel like Bill Sinkovich mm. is like really exaggerated like he's just the shape of a refrigerator. Like yeah, yeah.
1: he's enormous uh, in this. There, this is
3: this is the precursor to that. There's panels go like, out of their
0: way to to paint him as strong cuz like every time we see him he's yes. working out. Yeah. Like he's not like the fat guy where every time you see him he's eating. It's kind of the opposite of that. <laughs> he's
1: fucking getting yoked.
0: Yeah. And there's
4: a there's panels that are like there's panels that are like just his arm, like just a gigantic fist or just the whole
3: panel. Yeah. It's yeah.
4: He's so great. He's an absolute um, unit. It's just
3: Absolutely yeah, and, fucking. And need so it. That's a good one. The general it. the general plot of this book being that it is a touch of typhoid is um Daredevil is well Matt Murdock is introduced to uh this girl Mary, who conveniently is working with like the the blind kid that he's representing in court. And he's like helping
4: to Yeah, there's a blind kid he's obsessed with because got blind uh swimming in a trash ocean. <laughs> And he's like, I can
0: give you superpowers.
3: (laughs) Yeah, well, he got blinded by toxic waste—the same toxic waste that fucked him up. Um, Which is cool because there's a very strong anti-capitalist portion of this, where it's like just the little guy up against the corporation, um, which is which is always, you know, ten out of ten. Love that. Um, but yeah so he's like trying to help this kid but he's using like brute force and anger he's, he's like just doing what mad did
1: to him and then he yeah. laments about how much he hated that I'm like you fucking idiot yeah,
3: and this, yeah, this kid's like dude don't don't care. I don't abuse the kid
0: I don't want to I don't want to be bro I got blinded like life. three days ago leave me the fuck alone yeah just <laughs> yeah. let me so, just so lay as here he's and listen to, to
3: as he's trying to like process <laughs> through the like I don't know how I, I can't reach these kids like that whole thing um, Mary yeah. shows up and starts working with him and actually like and just, helping like, turns them
1: around like next day
3: yeah which is hilarious
1: and- because like uh he like she helps him with his senses and then he's like able to like fucking snitch on him later it's turns so out
4: uh, blind kids respond <laughs> really well to not being yelled
1: at about trying to become a superhero to not being yelled at and they can like <laughs> he makes yeah. a point to like where's my hair?
3: Where did, did can, look at me? Can you see my hand? And it's like, please stop yeah. tr- almost hitting me. <laughs> he, makes a, he makes it's
1: a point weird. of saying, like, people forget about you when you think you can't like notice anything. Cause, like, he's in the room multiple times when Matt cheats on Karen. Multiple yeah.
3: times. It's gross. It's <laughs> and weird. knows it
1: because he could smell like, can smell the moss. Hilarious.
3: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, so Matt is st- starting to fall for uh, mild mannered Mary. And we find out that Mary has a split personality and is unaware that she is also typhoid. The baddest and she- typhoid, but I think yeah. she's
1: also unaware that she's definitely like low key, um, mind controlling, yeah. Yeah. hypnotizing
0: yeah. Matt yeah. Murdock to make straight make up him hypnotizing cheat him. on his lady. Yeah, who yeah is- like she's
3: yeah she's yeah she's got she's got like some minor like psychic abilities and telekinetic abilities she and mad uh, crazy. Mar- yeah, and Mary is doing it subconsciously but Correct. typhoid is doing it very purposefully she does it
1: very aggressively
3: <laughs> very aggressively to everyone including kingpin
1: like she's got like a whole like fucking horde of dudes by the end of this fucking trade
3: yeah she does she's she's got a menagerie she's got fucking
1: everybody she, in like, a
3: menagerie a menagerie
1: i like it <laughs> well, i just like i like her whole vibe. kingpin and her have a great dynamic because her- like throughout this whole thing like Typhoid very specifically is used to like manipulating and uh, brainwashing, just getting and doing whatever the fuck she wants. Uh, Like the first issue, we meet her; like she brainwashes this dude, and then they go kill a bunch of gangsters, and she makes him fuck him all the dead bodies. he's like, "Yep, "Uh, fucked up." Sure, he's like, "Yeah, I'm sure." Like, oh, all right. But her and (laughs) Kingpin, Kingpin's always been that like um, famously strong willed character in like so many things. So like. They both think they're in charge. They're both also
0: right in a way. It's weird. They are
1: like the balance kind of goes back, and I think that's why she's interested. Like, like agrees to do some of this stuff because I think there is that weird balance between them. So this arc, they like almost like mad at each other for like getting (laughs) them, and they like have to like hate fuck each other, and then they like they get back on the same page. (laughs) So fucking weird. This
4: arc starts with (laughs) King uh, Mary being introduced, and then her murdering a lot of kingpin's men and then so many the people. kingpin's assistant is like sir someone is like taking down our our uh like houses and he's like who who is it it's like he learns about typhoid mary and he's like this is perfect i he's need like, her to yes. work for me <laughs> so she is uh hired by kingpin to seduce matt murdock by way of and daredevil by yeah by way of mary and then to murder to like to beat the shit out of daredevil by way of typhoon he wants
1: to break he wants to break matt and daredevil mentally completely emotionally because he's he's like he's like i already beat the fuck out of him that's boring I want to yeah, break well, this man. Well, at the same time, it, also it was really
0: fucking over the Kingpin's organization with these lawsuits right. about the littering and, and, right. and, and all of that shit.
1: Yeah. So he and, wants and to just break the man. He doesn't like, not physically. He wants to just turn him into, cause I think he wants to like,
3: well, cause he's already down, too. He, on, well, on he made him, that. he made him like lose his practice. He made him homeless. He made him lose all his fucking money. Like, and he's, and then it's actually really funny that we were reading this when we were, because like, I think we read it right before Christmas, and then there was like it oh, starts. the first, at Christmas. Christmas issue. The first yeah. issue
1: is a Christmas issue. The first
3: issue is a Christmas issue, and it's like, and it's it's like, look at this motherfucker. He he's so miserable, and it's just like Matt like bringing presents to all. Yeah, he's like, just doing the, a nice like, thing. The needy people, and like they're yeah. all his like re- like like there junkies that are clinic. now clean because yeah, of yeah, him and like yeah. homeless, like uh, uh, ho- houseless people that are now happy and warm on Christmas day. And they're just getting it's random
1: like, presents that they don't need, but they're still happy
3: about it, which is great. Yeah, and like, and Kingpin just being like, oh, I, I wish I could break him more <laughs> yeah. in, a, in a way that actually yeah, sticks. This is the most, clearly, uh, yeah.
1: this is the most aggressively petty Kingpin I've ever seen. Oh, he,
3: well, so One
4: petty. of his plans Aggressive. is he wants petty. the highest building in New York. That's, yeah. that's it. Yeah, again, he just wants the, pettiest. the tallest,
1: He just wants the biggest dick building.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's just Donald Trump in that way.
1: Yeah, uh... yeah I'm just like way better in every other way.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually actually <laughs> I love me, smart I love me some in been. every other way.
1: <laughs> um I like the characterization of a lot of these characters. Like, cause we get a lot of like the uh snarky Matt of him just kind of showing off with his powers, but I like the dynamic he they create. Um <clears throat> And all the, the with Karen that we immediately get a very established relationship between the two of them. And then it like kind of ripples out to the other like people in their lives with like slow later on Foggy and um the other woman that shit. I can't remember. Lori her name Loriana. Loriana. Yeah. yeah. She like they made all these very. Complete, unique characters very quickly, too, as far as this. I know some of them would have established, but for us, it felt like, damn, all right. We're just like right on to this hit all these uh, beats with like karen and loriana and typhoid you know mary really we get right away
0: <laughs> i, I like great. the different <laughs> layers of character on this like you have you have you have matt and daredevil and and everyone around them in different kind of layers because you get like his relationship layer you get his yeah. professional layer and then you get like these yeah, this
1: womanizing layer the,
0: the, Yeah, there's the the women part of it <laughs> and then these there's this like gang of skateboard kids in hell's kitchen that like hang out and help out daredevil like there's that layer like his
1: fucking eyes and ears yeah which leads to like a gang of little rascals yeah
3: yeah
1: yeah (laughs) because and some of them are like issues we saw in here too yeah
3: and like some some of them are like very um like not quite sure if they've I want to be the good guy or the bad guy like the very first issue is a kid being like man those criminals are so cool they don't answer to anybody and daredevil like basically daredevil's like i'm fucking watching you you little (laughs) shit and like the kid's like can he read minds i don't think he can read minds but he kind of feels like he can read my mind i'm gonna be i'm gonna be good now (laughs) yeah
1: just like getting caught back up yeah this whole arc this first arc well, like then we kind of get the reveals that you know they're going to this court that the kid got blinded in they're you know suing kingpin's company but then we find out that foggy is representing kingpin Yeah. and matt is just like such a dick about it yeah <laughs>
4: it, yeah I, it's funny because like i haven't read a ton of daredevil so <laughs> I like was surprised by this dynamic because I'm so used to foggy and Matt being friends that there's like seeing them as enemies and Matt going to him and being like, really, this is what you're doing.
1: Yeah. Cause foggy is usually the the centering character for Matt. Cause when Matt, cause Matt very frequently just goes way too far because he just, no, and foggy's the only ones like, bro, fucking stop. (laughs)
0: Like, like, I mean, Fine doesn't seem you proud doing? of himself in this either. He's not. He
1: no. feels like he kind
0: of got doing tricked. His,
3: well, he got. Well, tricked. he's doing his job. Like, if, you know, in in a well, he didn't the real know world,
1: it was run by. He didn't know. That, that for is that is also Pen.
3: true. But he was still working for a giant corporation that was poisoning children, but and he, he knew did, it was. Yeah, <laughs> I think he ended up. Quitting. He knew they were guilty. He <laughs> knew true. he was. They they were yeah, guilty. He just didn't know he was working for Kingpin. That is true. But like. The thing is, in the real world, when, like, lawyers have to make money, sometimes they represent guilty people, and corporations (laughs) are the ones that can usually pay you a hell of a lot better than everyone else. So, like, I feel like that was a really good, like, the dude is just doing his job and following the letter of the law and, like, representing people that need representing regardless of guilt or, you know, like, innocence, and... Like, I, they do a good job of being like, yeah, Foggy is, like, I think it's from his girlfriend's perspective. It's like, Foggy is, is so tunnel vision on the job that he doesn't see the big picture, and, and that's why he fucks up yeah. in this situation. Well, his,
1: well, yeah, and he, Gloriana like, gives fucking Matt the business for yeah. being well, she, she's it.
4: actually Matt's ex, and yeah. we learned that she has evidence that would help Matt and hurt Foggy's case, but she doesn't, uh, she doesn't use it um
3: yeah because she doesn't want to hurt foggy even though knows. she's protecting a corporation for yeah. and fucking over a blind kid but whatever well, i think foggy whatever, eventually quits <laughs> and
1: they do lose the case i believe oh yeah uh, they, i think that's how they that definitely arc lose is. yeah all right because that kind of sends them over the edge too um God, all this mary shit man he fucking fights and makes out with these two so much it's what's, hard to keep track what's
0: really interesting to me is how <laughs> a guy like matt murdoch or a guy like daredevil wouldn't be able to tell that the woman he's fucking is also the woman he's fighting like well
1: they
3: made a point about that right yeah she so, changes so
0: much about herself when she switches she changes her smell yeah
3: Yeah, her smell and like her like which is crazy. um, Yeah, her heartbeat changes (laughs) like every. So like even though she like in the face might look the same, that's the one thing he can't see. Yeah, right. And also, I don't know if y'all noticed, she's wearing a jacket that says Mary on the back, and he can't read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he can't read it because which
1: is great. Her design is so good. De- yeah, we talked yeah. about that. Yeah, her design's yeah, awesome. Yeah, her
3: fucking character design rules. It so is many, so many. Well,
1: it, it's it's what he does
0: best. Just so many lines. So we...
3: we. Oh, yeah. The we hair, need to kind all of the talk. fishnets and all of the curls. The curls. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, we need to talk about her power set, because it's kind of all over the place. So, like, she has telekinesis, pyrokinesis... <laughs> <laughs> Minor telepathy. And, I like, believe, an or, like, empathetic... Mind <laughs> Kind yeah. of like hypnosis Yeah, n- none thing.
3: of them are like she's not like some kind of omega level of any of those. Like right. she's got like she can just like hey I would I want to grab that uh that lamp from across the room like it's yeah. and then, like I'll-, I'll light your cigarette for you. But like very far like beyond that, she's not. You know, like and, she's uh, not gonna set all of. I Elle's think
0: she uses to to change her hair because her hair goes straight oh, and absolutely. curly on a dime. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think she uses her telekinesis <laughs> to frizz herself Yeah, that's how she does her hair.
1: Yeah. Saves so much time.
3: Honestly. And the best superpower,
1: giant, giant knives. Yeah, giant knives, uh, sh- fucking metal shoulder pads. <laughs>
4: the pauldrons are so ridiculous. The pauldrons,
1: yeah, they're so fucking good. They're just tacked yeah, onto the leather jacket. Like, there's, they're just there. <laughs> it's great. It's a great vibe. I just love how she goes toe-to-toe with, their, like, Daredevil, too, like, pretty consistently, like, just kind of fucking with him. So she's very clearly a gifted athlete and fighter, which is cool, too. I know
4: Anne has spoken about how when she was creating Mary, she really wanted the character to, like, just uh, buck all the tropes of, like, the, the you know, damsel in distress and then the, you know, uh, I, I don't know. The femme fatale. Yeah and really be uh the like ultimate foil for
1: Daredevil. So Yeah, she's like borderline deviant. I mean we in we we cases. talked <laughs> about
4: last we talked about, you know, in the in the in the last episode about how the it might not it might not click at first that this is written by a woman until you realize how well all the women characters are written until and it's like, oh, yeah. they're all like fully fleshed out characters that have a arc and you know, agency and like it's especially Karen Page, who fucking rules in this. Yeah, Karen She's I, I, so yeah. great.
3: Uh we she does. She she kicks some absolute ass. Yeah, it's for sure. Great.
4: She is like my favorite uh issue in this in this arc where uh Matt is like slowly being more and more seduced by Mary and uh she's like, You haven't spent any time with me and then a, a kid comes up, one of the one of the uh one of the skateboard gang is uh, so like I just saw a child get trafficked I need your help Uh, and so it's like you need to talk to Daredevil he's like okay so he goes to run to be Daredevil and stop the child trafficker and she's like no I'm coming with you Uh, because she has ties yeah, you're
3: not running away from me again yeah. you piece of shit yeah, she has ties to some
4: really
0: <laughs> bad folks in the yeah. underbelly of New York because she used to do like porn and stuff
1: um, Yeah, was yeah seemed to be captured and trafficked in some way and kept there well she was she was a heroin addict and heroin, and,
3: yeah. and in that in that world she she was doing porn and like went to drugs to avoid the the reality that she was in and like yeah. all, the, all that shit that was going on and like yeah, she kind of like steps back into it just to get an idea of what's going on with but these, she yeah these, she like, trafficked she goes
4: undercover and is meeting with the um the the Bad guys, as Daredevil was like outside listening, and then Daredevil busts in, and the fight starts. And sh- he's like, "Karen, get down!" And, no, she starts throwing, throwing shit, and throwing. She's like, "Nothing." Nope. Yeah, She's like, right, dude. I I love it so much. <laughs> Karen is great, and the way Anne writes their relationship is really good. Like, it's a really like stable, well-written relationship, which is makes it hurt all the more when it starts getting like to- teared away at, like.
1: Which is so unlike uh, Matt Murdock. Oh yeah, yeah. Never, he's never fumbled
4: that before, ever.
3: Yeah, no. Uh, even, even with a
4: pheromone-inducing
1: supervillain, he, he still finds a way to fuck <laughs> it up.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I. Yeah, Karen is very strong, and again, like multiple people in Matt's life, uh, multiple women are like, "Bro, what the fuck are you doing?" I will not be treated this way.
0: And uh, one of the skateboard out. kids catches him in the act, too. And from that point on, the skateboard like, kids and the blind kid. Yeah, like fuck Matt Murdock, you know? Mm hmm. But no one snitches
1: on him, I don't think. He gets found out on his own, though. That blind kid in, should In like have the most, like, in like the worst way, too. Cause like eventually, Mary, like, throws him off a fucking bridge and he gets attacked by uh, a vacuum cleaner, but we can get to that. Yeah. That's. <laughs> but he ends up in the hospital and Karen obviously goes there, but then Mary shows up. It's like, who are you? Karen's like, who the fuck are you? He's like, um, I love him. So obviously I knew I had to be here. And she's like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and then Matt's, and it's like, is this true? It's like, yep. So that's how she finds out. I'm like, that's brutal. Well, we can,
4: we can start Oward. transitioning to talking about the vacuum cleaner. Uh, yeah, Ma- there's that, Mary, there, there's some the inferno tie in. So the, the the arc kind of culminates, like gets to a boiling point when Mary uh gets all these her like final plan is to get all these rogue villain a uh, rogues gallery of Daredevil together. She like breaks some out yeah, of prison, she gets, she gets the wild she gets boy ammo,
1: oh. ammo bullet bushwhacker and a wild boy yeah wild wild boys something yeah Yeah. um
4: so she gets them all together and just unleashes them in like a consecutive chain like one after another on matt and he just gets the shit beat out of them during
1: the pro and anti-nuclear war (laughs) protests that were going on Yeah. (laughs) yeah (laughs) which gave us very clear views on where Anna, fell on a lot of this shit. (laughs) It was great. I mean,
3: if you weren't already sure from... Yeah, yeah. We just had to make it crystal clear after that.
1: Uh, um, (laughs) I just thought it was great. Yeah, so they all beat the shit out of Matt. Um, They do. The guy with the gun hand might be my favorite. (laughs) That was very weird about the gun hand. I did too, because again, I thought, like, I'm like, you know, it's fucked up. But I was like, I saw him on the motorcycle and he's got, like, the guns on the shoulder. He's holding the motorcycle with one hand and the other one. It looks like he's trying to hold a gun, but it's all fleshy. I'm like, oh, someone fucked up the art here. His hand looks fucking stupid as hell. And it's bushwhacker. Nope. But then, like, two pages later, they show the close up of his hand turning into a gun. I'm like, oh. He's well, like, okay. he's like random. It makes sense, uh-uh. but that's fucking uh-huh. gross. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> gross looking, man. Because it's still like the flesh color, so it just looks like he's got holes where he shouldn't. Just fucking, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like <laughs> it. Cool how does, power, but how does he reload? fucking gross. Yeah,
0: what, yeah, is, what, does, what he is he he, does he shoot drink What are his munitions made of?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't
4: know. <laughs> what does he if have you drink, to eat for that to if, happen? If you drink milk and marble, you get webs
1: or... <laughs> finger bullets
0: <laughs> if you don't get enough sulfur in your diet you can't yeah. shoot your gun hand
1: yeah because it, it like the scene before like the issue before he's in the hospital when he's getting recruited he's telling the doctor yeah so my my, my gun arm back on i'm like what the fuck dude why do you eat so, so many I was thinking you like fucking mega, heard me i was thinking like a mega man <laughs> thing mm. but like nope. no it's actually a dude, gun arm dude
3: why do you
4: eat so many so much of your
1: pocket change i just I need bullets. <laughs> <laughs>
4: So they just they they just destroy Matt they, they beat the they, shit they, out of him they them. just they wreck him and then Mary is the the end of that chain and she beats him up and just shoves him off a off a bridge um but there's this really cool page of the panels that are like uh Murdoch falling and then uh oh, Mary's yeah. tear also falling because Mary uh in her non-typhoid persona loves matt just actually loves him um but so she's crying for him and the, the like the panels like match cut the dropping with the body and it's so cool. It's like one of my favorite yeah. page layouts in the whole thing. Um and yeah so Matt just ends up in the park uh, not able to move as Inferno happens.
1: And then we get a Johnny Storm Daredevil fill in. The Johnny, yeah, Johnny Storm, Storm, Storm is so being good. Being the baddest
0: boy. <laughs> um, I, being the yeah, baddest boy. Yeah, it was such boy. a weird
1: vibe. I think, because like, like the issue opens with him talking about like you know being half fire, half flesh. I'll never know if I'll turn back. Like, I this this is a this is like almost like a a curse. And then it cuts to just him turning into fire as a fucking party trick. And I'm like, okay, well, she, this is, this is, she the- talks <laughs> about, yeah, she t-
4: like the way she narrates, um, Johnny's like inner monologue for like just a page is so interesting from just a Johnny Storm perspective that we never get. He's like just waiting for it yeah. to hurt like at one point. Um,
1: yeah. Then he's just such a goofball about it. Yeah. And then he goes into a bar, beats the shit out of everyone. Tries to beat some people up and then ends up just, lo- burning the bar down and just telling them that they'll pay for wearing it a, it's part of the fantastic He's <laughs> wearing a shirt that says
4: <laughs> bad on it, like Johnny Bravo. Like, he just... That we found out
3: you can buy on the internet. I love how the back uh, says
1: real bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I still need to buy it. I want to so buy that shirt ridiculous. so
3: bad. When is your birthday? It will, you will <laughs> have
1: <laughs>
3: <Monday>. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah then we get to Inferno which I guess I don't even all of New York just turns into fucking demons all of, everything a lot of, just a turns lot of turns New yeah, York turns bro, into demons Inferno. yeah and they have to fight their fucking way through demon York yeah
0: there's like Todd McFarlane demons everywhere
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> which is apt that we're talking about this while uh dark web is happening uh that we're not supposed to talk about because RJ's mad. <laughs> 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 it's fine. I am I am. I am also with them on it, but...
1: <laughs> yeah, and this one, he fucking Daredevil it goes crazy. He's just walking through New York, punching demons, fighting this demon-dragon-alien-looking fucking thing. Shit's wild, man. This is definitely then, uh, the best JRJR <laughs> art I've seen. And
4: then Daredevil fights a vacuum cleaner. Well for like a whole a, a vacuum yeah. cleaner that makes him have very introspective uh visions. Yeah, about stick and his life um
1: it's uh, fucking ridiculous. Uh
4: what But the, that's when he goes
0: into the coma and uh Yeah, yeah. Mary and um
4: Karen show Karen up Karen meet each other. And then they and then he wakes up and immediately has to fight a giant demon because of course <laughs> uh-huh. yeah yeah yeah
1: uh-huh. after his uh, uh yeah cuz of course of course man that that like those <laughs> oh, like
4: last five issues he is so beaten up
1: yeah he's just getting <laughs> I he was going to die like i just <laughs> and just like finding a way to like trudge forward and like just fight a bunch of demons to save new york but he's just barely holding there's on
4: there's a there's a issue that ends with him on the floor, and a kid's like, "Hey, are you okay?" He's like, "No, no, I'm not." It's like, "All right, well,
3: <laughs> yeah, that yeah. checks out." Um, you can't say I'm surprised.
4: <laughs> yeah,
3: I don't know. I feel like this. Uh, this is the first. Uh, this probably sets the precedent where I feel like every a run is like, "Oh, my guy is dead." Like, my guy, <laughs> he gets
1: his ass. Yeah. Dude handed like constantly at,
3: at, to quote your line from talking about batman earlier his brains are milkshake like he yeah. is he is
1: he been beaten be to an overall, absolute
3: fucking pulp
1: yeah and overall like he has way more brain damage than batman does like 100 mm. yeah because
3: I, I feel like i feel like he batman has like Oh, I'm like the smartest person and the tactician. Daredevil's like, I'm gonna stop your fist with my face. Yeah. yeah. Also,
0: Batman he has the technology the to to have some sort of CTE protocol with his, his yeah his absolutely.
1: <laughs> he's got horns. Yeah. Yeah, but that's uh, probably but, just like a better but, helmet. Like, feel like yeah, I feel like it's. I feel like, like a he's a wearing pajamas. Yeah. 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 He's not even wearing a he's helmet. Just, no one. He's just wearing fucking when, jammies. When dude. Batman
4: <laughs> gets knocked out, uh, people. Uh, loot his body when Daredevil gets knocked out you're all you get in the inventory is like pocket lint like yeah. nothing
1: he doesn't have anything you just get some of his <laughs> yeah.
0: Guilt. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he doesn't you even get, have yeah. pockets
1: <laughs>
4: you, yeah. maybe maybe a, maybe a cool baton but like that's it yeah
1: yeah, yeah. No. he's so he's no. the worst superhero <laughs> to rob
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
0: broke
4: I don't know Peter. Well, I guess you get the tech, you get
1: the web cartridges. Yeah,
0: Peter at least has something going. On. Yeah. Well, it depends too, because like uh, Peter now has all kinds of cool gadgets on him.
1: Yeah, yeah. For a
0: minute there, he was working
4: for... the tier uh, list uh, of who was the animation. worst superhero yeah, to, like, to Rob, like, if you ever like
0: encountered a, them, a su- rolling it, a suit knocked that out on the street. A regular suit, all kinds of cool shit.
1: Perfect <laughs> of Jimmy Olsen shit. Yeah.
3: A, a suit that was also a suit. <laughs> yeah.
1: You need that suit to cover your suit. You never know when you're going to have to go to a business meeting after you've been
0: Spider-manning around all day. Right, yeah. Sometimes you got to switch over. So the book kind of gets... I get, we could kind of stop here because it gets really weird and really strange from here on out with the Inferno tie-in stuff.
1: Yeah, the Inferno stuff was weird. Like there's that um, like
0: doctor who's also a car or something? And a cop.
1: <laughs> and a cop, yeah. He just starts eating a bunch of people.
0: Normal. And the art oh, gets yeah. really wild. Like there's, there's like
3: Daredevil's yeah. having a real normal one.
0: Yeah, dude. <laughs> there's some like real Ralph Steadman shit in this.
1: Yeah, and in between all this, there's like some of the. There's that one issue that has like uh, what's it like the Bengal or whatever. Some real heavy oh uh, there's also too. there's also like a like,
3: two-issue crossover with the Punisher where they're just trying to find like the Tylenol killer. Yeah
1: yeah so you get like <laughs> a little bit of everything that that freaking Bengal I think that's his name like that one was brutal yeah that, that one was just was a horrible. Vietnam
3: trauma oh man that whole thing was fucking wild.
1: Yeah so like you got some like heavy stuff telling some like very real trauma stories on top of like this kind of almost zany daredevil adventure, but throughout, I feel like it's very grounded in New York, very street level daredevil, not like some of the other runs, like he goes and does some insane shit, like, (laughs) like (laughs) all across the world. This is very like, he's just in hell's kitchen daredevil, which I I always like a very hell's kitchen centric daredevil. I I feel like that's one of my favorite versions of him.
0: We also get some cool Mephisto action. Um, we're not going to get too into it, but some of the best character design Mephisto? for Mephisto I've ever seen.
4: Yeah, well, it's a
2: few they, issues they make out.
4: It's, a, it's a, like an issue or so later. He's recovering in a bar, and he makes out with Mephisto.
0: And then, and then Perfect. he turns <laughs> into this like giant Todd McFarlane monster. It's fucking dope.
4: Yeah, it's a design that I don't think they've used since.
2: I Feel like they should. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fucking wild.
3: Holy <laughs> shit. It kind of looks like Dormammu. Yeah, a little bit. And yeah, I can't
0: a, pass yeah, up an awesome. opportunity to talk about Mephisto for a second.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course not. Well, <laughs> Anne
4: stays on this I book just, for a while. Um and yeah, then her and the Chichester Craft Kingpin's version of Born Again Last Rights or whatever, mm. which is pretty famous.
3: I just I just love um uh, Woke King Mephisto. Ally. Ally to the queer community. <laughs> woke
1: King. <The> devil. Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
3: We stand a woke Satan.
0: <laughs> Hail woke it. Satan. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note. Uh, this guy. is fun. This is this is a this is kind of a deep dive. This is this feels like a bit of a needle drop. As far as Daredevil
3: goes? Yeah. Um... Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, yeah, everyone talks about Miller, and then they just jump forward to like like Bendis, or even like fucking Kevin Smith, who wrote like five issues. It's like, why am I hearing more about Kevin Smith when Ascenti wrote for like years yeah. and
1: like and created like <laughs> one of the more iconic Daredevil characters on top of it, like just...
3: And and I will also mention, uh, we're not gonna be. We, I, I think I mentioned earlier we're talking about um the Brewbaker stuff, but next week um but. We've been talking about the Zadarsky stuff that is still currently ongoing, and a lot of he's pulling from Anasenti's like like foundation work with the Typhoid stuff because like Typhoid and Kingpin actually fall in love in mm. yeah they kind of they kind of this, this run is yeah well
4: it's not you know as widely talked about it is much beloved in the like kind of creator space of like actual mm-hmm. comic writers using this for lots of influences and her writing was really, um, meant a lot to a lot of creatives that exist now. I know, um, Tom Taylor and Bruno Redondo, um, you know, this is kind of like the groundwork for the current Nightwing run. Um, with the, with the way he's at, like, you know, uh, injected himself into city politics along with Mm
1: -hmm. the, uh, crime fighting. And, um, yeah, Nightwing feels very Daredevil right now. That's a great point. Yeah,
3: uh, so I mean, he kind of always has. He has blockbuster. Come on, That's exactly. Fair. That's a
1: good point. But, That's a very
4: good but point. But is also in this-
0: Bloodhaven, which is a lot like yep. Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> yep.
4: Yeah. But yeah, so she's very popular with. Uh, I think people who you know know about the run. Uh, Marvel was really kind of pussyfoot about collecting this run mm-hmm. for a long time until Epic Collections came out. And that, I mean that.
3: Yeah, I feel like this is the first time it's been in print in a very yeah. long time. Um, which is which is a shame, but a better late than ever. So, I suppose.
4: Yeah. it's it's cool to see her get, um, you know, the respect that she deserves. Uh, she's such an interesting writer. Uh, and we'll talk about Longshot at some point. That that miniseries is so good. I love her writing. It's really <laughs> interesting. It's, uh, kind of this fusion of like flowery language mixed with uh really
1: interesting character dialogue. Um but I, I love Yeah, the character voices are very unique is like some of them are very harsh, some of them are very like so they're they're and they're all very distinct. Yeah, she leans into the them, which is she good. She leans
4: into the Catholic thing a lot. Like uh in mm-hmm. earlier in her run, they uh Daredevil refers to Hell's Kitchen, like the people as his flock and like Mary calls him the Mary Christian all the time. As like this interesting wordplay she does a lot. Uh Mary like there's a lot of like typhoid um kind of like flirting with words like the the bubbles mm-hmm. like going one after another and her kind of like enticing people and like drawing them nearer. It
2: it's great. All right.
0: So that's uh yeah. That's that. That's 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 Daredevil, that's is Daredevil. typhoid.
1: Mm. Well, all right. So we're going to get the we're gonna get to my shit next
0: week I'm, I'm, I'm,
3: I'm, Ooh, I'm, your prompt. shit i'm bro. sorry bro i'm bro. fight, me. fight okay. me all right we'll
0: tune in next week while uh <laughs> we'll casey and house. sean fight over who's the bigger daredevil fan Love this. <laughs> and uh let's keep this conversation going in our discord i'll give you a link in our episode description to our discord our discord is free we like to chat with you all there. Uh, come hang out and join the dueling genre community. Um, also, uh, if you want, you can support us by going to duelinggenre.com/support and uh, you know join our Patreon. We got all kinds of cool stuff for our Patreon listeners. Um, yeah. So, for me, for them, this is Tales from the Short Box. Goodbye, everybody.